<laughs> I'm back, you guys. I'm back. I apologize. It's been a little while since I've recorded an episode. Some of you know I work for an elementary school, and I was thinking at the end of the year, you know what? I'm going to wait till the summer hits. And when the summer hits, I'm going to be all out creative. I'm going to sit down, write episode after episode, invite guest after guest. We'll record and record, and I'm just going to bang out episodes. And I'm going to be creative. I bought myself a watercolor set and an easel because I pictured myself setting up by the window and teaching myself how to watercolor and be all creative. And that was my plan for the summer. But that did not happen. Instead, I played and played and played. I went to Las Vegas. I saw Bruno Mars. We took the grandbaby to San Diego. We went camping a lot and I read a lot. I read no scholarly book. Actually, I read a, a really good book that I'm going to put a plug in during this episode that it was fantastic. But really what I read, I conquered the Bridgerton series. I didn't conquer it yet, uh, but I'm, I'm working on it. I'm almost done. And my daughter wanted me to start reading the Throne of Glass series because we read the other Sarah J. Moss books, Court of Thorns and Roses. If you're into fantasy books, you're going to want to read that series because it's really good. So she wants me to read that. I didn't make it too far because then I hopped back over to Bridgerton. So you can see I was really busy doing important stuff. Actually, I was resting and I think that's important. And I had a lot of fun this summer. It felt really good. It didn't feel like too short to me. It, it just felt perfect. I was ready to go back to work and that's what I did, but I'm back. It's fall. It's currently raining. I don't like the rain in the fall. I've decided I like the sunshine fall, um, leaves falling on the ground. I don't like the smell of the rain on wet pavement like some of you poetic people out there. My daughter loves it and she's like, ah, oh, to me it smells like wet dog. I'm over it. I want the sun in my old age. But here it is and I'm happy to be here. Oh, I do want to make a plug really quick for my sister, Shelly Simons. She is now putting out a podcast. She's a preacher. She's a pastor over in Everett at Washington. And her podcast is now called Little Rev Big God. She's one of my favorite speakers in the world. She knows how to preach. Yes, she does. So I'm putting in my plug for her for this one. But this episode is called OG. OG. Original Gangsta. The Originator. Someone first in their field, a pioneer, a leader. It's a term of respect and high regard, I think. I mean, who doesn't want to be called OG, right? It gives you a little swag in your step to be called that. You know, I love definitions and I always go to the dictionary to see what that word actually means. So original, there was a, there's a lot of definitions, but here's one I love. Here's the adjective form. Created directly and personally by a particular artist. Oh, you know where I'm going to go with this, don't you? Yeah, you do. We're going to get there. You're not a copy. Authentic, genuine, actual, real, true, bona fide, a master. The opposite of that, well, you know, fake, phony, imposter. Have you ever been accused of that? Not by somebody, but like your own mind. That happens to me 
a lot, guys. Has your mind ever accused you of being an imposter or a phony? And here's the noun version. There's two of them. The first one is something serving as a model or basis for imitations or copies. But I like this second one. Second one is an eccentric or an unusual person. Similar words being individual, eccentric, a nonconformist, a free spirit, bohemian, a rare bird, a free bird, a maverick, that's a good one, an oddity, uh, a character, an oddball, a nut, a weirdo, a weirdy, a one-off. Here, by the way, a one-off is something that it's done, made, or happening only once, not repeated. That's what one-off means. An oddbod, a wacko, a whack, a screwball, a kook, a wackadoo, a wackadoodle, a card, or a case. I didn't make those up. That was in the dictionary of similar words. But I want to take those definitions, the adjective form and the second de definition of the noun form, which is created directly and personally by a particular artist and the other one being an unusual person, a one-off a rare bird, an individual, a weirdo, a wackadoo. Let's first establish something right here. You are an original. If you're like me, I'm sure you've had thoughts like, I'm just another body on this earth, breathing, going through life's motions, and then exiting off stage. You're just part of the group of humans existing at this point in time. You're just one of the herd. And I know it's dismal, but I'm truth telling. And I've had and have feelings like that. You have been created, designed, and formed on purpose by a particular artist. And that artist being the creator. Love himself. You are a one-off. You're not part of a production line. There is no sequence to your make and model. You are not and never will be repeated. That sentence blows my mind. Not one person in all of history, past, present, or future, is going to be repeated. You will never be repeated. You're a one-off. No one with your design. No one with your purpose. You may have been planned or unplanned by your parents, but for sure, you were intentionally thought of, designed, created, and purposed by God to be here today in this time. It's so easy to slip into that mentality of, I'm just another human being on the planet. It's easy to do that. But what if we shifted our perspective from one of a million to being one in a million. You're here in this century for a reason. You're in this year for a purpose and you're invited to today for relationship and community. But you need to be you. We need you to be you. You know why? Because no one sees the way you see things. No one thinks the same way that you think about things. No one can execute the same skills in the same exact way 
that you can. You're the original. Offer your originality to your community. Who's your community? It's the people around you. Look around you. Who's in your space every day, whether you want them to be or not? Who's in your space? That's where you start. That's your community. It might mean getting out of your comfort zone and taking a risk of being noticed. And I realize that there's some of us just waiting to be noticed. I'm just waiting to be noticed and seen for who I am. But there's also those of us that are afraid to be noticed. We're perfectly fine standing against the wall. I'm going to be a truth teller here too. I flip-flop between the two. But be be vulnerable. Be brave. It's okay. You don't have to have the lion's share of brave. Just be a little brave. Think of those two words, fear not. I'm discovering for myself that those two words are quite powerful. I'm learning to remind myself, oh yeah, fear not. Those two words, fear not. Listen, all these podcasts that I'm just talking and talking, it's just me, I don't have a guest. They're all issues that I deal with. I don't think, you know, I, I should probably do this subject because, you know, so-and-so, they are they really need to listen to this because they're dealing with some issues right now. Now, I can only talk about what I know and what I feel and what I deal with and what I'm learning. And I'm thinking of all those past episode titles and I will laugh because I know with what I'm dealing at the time. I mean, think about it. She hungry, fat girl running, hate that girl, ordinary Pam. And there's today's episode, OG. Because sometimes my head, my head talk tells me I'm just one of a million instead of one in a million. Sometimes my head talk tells me I have nothing to offer this world, let alone the people around me. And if I even try to be my original self and offer it up, people will just think I'm an imposter. But my heart, my heart tells me something different. My heart tells me that I am an original and to just be, just abide. Stop striving to be and just be. My group of gal pals, we just got done reading the book by Jamie Winship called Living Fearless. That's my scarlet book that I read this summer. <laughs> my one. But anyway, it's as a high recommend. He's I I I keep finding podcasts with Jamie Winship in it and whew, it's gonna be some work, but I'm I'm happy to dive in. Anyway, he says when we're living in our true identity, there's no need to self-promote or self-protect. That's not a direct quote, but it's a nutshell sum up. But I want that. I want to be living fearlessly in my true identity where I don't have to self-promote or self-protect. That is abundant living in the unforced rhythm of grace in my mind. So I'm in it to do the work, which is lifelong transformation, by the way. It's not just a, a day or week at a conference or a retreat, but I'm in it to dig in and ask God, who do you say that I am? And then learning to actually 
listen for an answer. How many times have I thrown out questions to God, question after question, and I haven't even expected a reply? He calls me and he calls you an original. But here comes the next definition of original. An unusual person. And oh yeah, there's those similar words. Weirdo, wackadoo, oddball, rare bird, free spirit. Do we fear these words so much that we decide to conform to the culture around us? To just blend? To strive to be like the rest? To look like the masses? Don't stand out. Don't be the oddball. I'm tired of trying to conform to the culture and trends and standards of the popular masses. It's exhausting and constantly changing. But until I put it in my knower and really make it stick that my originality has value, then I will continue to be stuck in a pattern of conformity. But in Christ, we don't lose our originality. I got, I got lost in that concept for a while. I thought being a Christian meant that I act like other Christians. If I could just mimic their good behavior, I mean, I'll pray like they pray, sing like they sing, raise my hands at the right time. The list just grew and grew and grew until I forgot that, wait, I'm an original. I can look like me and act like me and be perfectly accepted and beloved by the one who made me to be me. Your originality doesn't have to be approved by your parents, your church, your friends, co-workers. It's already been approved by the one who made you. And when I say originality, I mean your true identity, not your gender, not your ethnicity or your religious affiliation, if you've got one, not your age or educational degree. I mean who you are at the very core of you. What were you made to offer to the community as a whole? Your very true, true self. If you don't know, it's okay. When I read the book, Living Fearless, I didn't know and I, I'm still asking God, but I invite you to start doing what I've been doing. And that's ask, ask your creator, ask God. He's listening to you. He's listening to me and he's got stuff to say. And let's start expecting a reply. Be ready. I am. I said this a long time ago that I based this whole sturdy girl thing on the writing in Romans that says, don't conform to the patterns and cultures of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Change the way you're thinking. Change your thoughts about yourself. Believe what's true about you. Dig in. We need you. You're OG, baby.